0: One. Hello and welcome back to the Holtcast, a very different Holtcast, because I think it's the first one that me and definitely Danny has done without Steve Bruce being in charge of Aston Villa. In case you haven't heard, Steve Bruce is no longer the Aston Villa manager. I am James Rushton. That is Danny Raza. And today we have learned that Villa have sacked Steve Bruce. How do you feel about that? Yeah, evening, James, or uh, whenever you guys are
1: listening to it, it might not be the evening. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, I do feel as though the club have made a well reasoned decision here. This hasn't come as a shock to anybody. Uh, this hasn't come as a decision which has been based off a couple of bad performances. This has culminated um, over a number of failures um, under which Steve Bruce is, is is overseen as manager of Aston Villa so i think it's 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 reached a point where he's lost a lot of popularity with fans i think he is still going to be respected by a lot of aston villa fans and, and so so he should be um but it has reached a point in the season where we're not succeeding and and really if we were to allow the same sort of performances to continue uh we wouldn't be up where we should be by the end of the season uh so Yeah, I I don't know necessarily how I'm feeling at the moment because, of course, we haven't had a new manager appointed yet. As it stands, Kevin McDonald is the caretaker manager. And I'm sure I'll have have more of an idea of how to feel when we do appoint somebody.
0: I'll get into it later. I'll get into it later. I need to stew on my thoughts a bit. I think we need to quickly sum up how we got here. So we drew 1-1 on Friday with Bristol City. I predicted that result correct. First one I've ever done. So congratulations to me, I guess. Um, I fell asleep during that match. Um, all in all, a good result, I think. Um, but it wasn't enough because you have to go to the Preston game, yesterday's game and win. And we didn't. We drew. Mm-hmm. And we, we looked very much like losing. And then we looked like winning. Last-minute penalty from Glenn Whelan was missed. Uh, we had a last-minute equaliser as well from Yannick Belasso. We were down 3-2. James Chester got sent off. It was a, It was a mess. And uh, of course, Steve Bruce got a cabbage chucked at him. Yeah, uh, which uh, how? What's your take on that? Look, we should never be throwing throwing objects at anybody on the pitch. I will say, I will say this quickly: it is funny, but it's also so wrong because yeah, it's a cabbage. It's funny, but when you really think about it, it's a kilogram. It's a kilogram weight object that's been launched at him.
1: Yeah, yeah, here's 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 my issue with it. Obviously, where there's a lot of there's a lot of safety safety problems with with people throwing bottle tops and stuff like that. Yeah, you know it might be a cabbage right now, and um, or and of course, of course, you know there 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 is the chance to to joke around about it, and 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 obviously it's going to be seen almost as 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 one of the key elements in the in the history of Aston Villa. Um, you know, with with Steve Bruce getting um getting the chop the day after, but. Yeah, it might be a cabbage this time but the next person who decides to protest might throw something, you know, throw throw something heavier and the last thing you want is somebody to get injured. Uh so uh, there's my thoughts on it. Call me boring, call me uh, call me uh you know straight down the middle, but that's uh that's all I'm I'm going to say really about that the police are investigating it, but um I do find it quite funny that it's being turned into a major investigation.
0: Well, I mean, we do laugh about it because it's a cabbage yeah. And Steve Brew, you know, no one has the, deserves stuff chucked at them, especially just being a football manager. You know, what's he done wrong? Lose a, lose some games, you know, not not perform as well as he should. No, I don't think that's an excuse enough to chuck something at him. Not well, not trying. Think, yeah, but you think about it, and you know, brick three, three kilograms, three three and a half kilograms, um, cabbage one kilogram. Which, you know, chuck a third of a brick at him is that acceptable?
1: No, of course it isn't. Especially well, especially if you don't know what funny, hey, the height was.
0: Cabbage, like... the cabbage, the cabbage is acceptable. You know, Think about funny. it. Think about it this way, right? If somebody lobs
1: a ball at your head, you know, from from a while, uh, from from a distance, right? It does it does hurt. You know, it can ring. You know, if especially if it, if it's thrown at the right sort of velocity. If that was to let's let's hypothetically suggest that this cabbage does hit Steve Bruce's head, how do you know it's not going to concuss him? You know, it's just it's just important to remember that. Um, so yeah, can't justify it really at all.
0: Yeah, he kicked off as well. Um, Colin Calderwood apparently had a few things, was interacting with some AVFC fans, shall we say. And of course, he's no longer part of the AVFC Villa staff because um, it's been a clean sweep. It has been a clean sweep. So um,
1: as per the the club statement, I'll just put this out as confirmation um, just because I feel as though, you know, listeners will want to hear this. Uh, so Steve Bruce obviously has been removed from his post, uh, but so has Colin Calderwood, Steve Agnew, Stephen Clements and Gary Walsh. So that is a lot of backroom stuff.
0: Yeah, and uh, the news, it broke about 4pm. Sky Sports Express and Star Birmingham Mail, all came out with whispers that not not that Steve Bruce has been sacked, but hey, it looks like Steve Bruce is getting sacked today. And it, it came out of nowhere in a way, didn't it? Because I don't think any of us expected it to happen until th- after this weekend's game. No, and I've been saying for, for a number of weeks that he just doesn't look under pressure.
1: I've been saying I can't see him leaving purely because of every interview seemingly being dealt with uh, in, in the same way with him almost deflecting any sort of criticism and not really addressing any of the problems that are there. Now that might just be a way for him to take the pressure off the players, but he just didn't talk like a man under pressure.
0: Not at all. Um, I think it came to a head last night, didn't it? I think he really did look under pressure last night, but before then it's just been business as usual, almost, I guess. Um, Last night, he couldn't even see the penalty get taken, the final penalty. He he just waited, and he was just meandering around. You know, the the pressure that he must have been on last night, under last night, the cabbage getting choked, the the whole enchanting his name out. And he's lonely on that touchline. He looked miles away from anything. And it's a shame it hasn't worked out, and it's a shame people are still getting personal about it. Because at the end of the day, you look at the last 10 years, the dude's been our best manager. Well, here's, close the, to.
1: here's the other thing as well, right? Last season he had other leadership figures to help, you know, motivate the team. It's not just the fact that Steve Bruce is, uh, has has maybe not done the best possible job, but where's the leadership in that club? You know, Colin Calderwood and Steve Agnew were supposed to be, you know. Out there, out there, helping him in a way, you know, out there, motivating the players. But we've got to remember that that some of those backroom staff have have good CVs, and really, they should have been doing a better job as well, because it's it is a is a team job, and I, I believe that Steve Bruce has hinted at that as well. Um, but uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong there, anyway. But you know, here's, here's here's the other thing. You know, there's no leaders on the pitch. There's no John Terry or Robert Snodgrass to lift the team up. When they're in trouble like that. And unfortunately, this is this is uh this is just
0: a, a big issue that, that we've got at the moment. Problematic, all in all, I guess, because now do you trust filler I guess we'll move on now, because do you trust Villa to make the right decision? A lot of people, you know, fans are stupid. We're all stupid. We're down in we're not in the know. Some are saying Dean Saunders, <laughs> Mick McCarthy, and you kinda see why. People are saying Sam Allardyce. People are saying Dean Smith, Oscar Garcia, Paolo Jessica. All these names coming out everywhere. Dean Smith. Do you trust Thierry Henry? Do you trust Aston Villa to make the right decision? Because no matter what, things can get worse. The grass can always be quote-unquote greener. It can seem greener on the other side. You know, life rule. You know, it doesn't necessarily go up from here. I trust that it will. I hope that it will. And I think they in, are in the right hands. We don't know that until the high is made. Now, I expect because there's been a clean sweep of the backroom staff for the most part, that indicates that they kind of know what direction they want to go in. But That's... then again, they could have just sacked everyone no, because they're all with brute. That is that
1: is that was a hundred percent my my initial thoughts when I saw that. Uh because yeah, you know, we we, we heard it. We heard Sky Sports sources and and other sources, of course, net, in talking about Steve Bruce um, leaving. But we didn't know the finer details until four o'clock when the club sent that statement out. And that, as you say, does suggest that. Now, it's, when, when, you, when you think about it, this isn't just the manager going and, and business going on as usual tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, when the club, when the players go in for training, they will have completely new coaches. They're going to be trained probably by the under-23 setup. They're going to be trained by the likes of Kevin McDonald's And uh, and, and I'm not even sure who's on our um, under-23 coaching staff at the moment. But it's going to be a completely new setup. Now, I don't think the club will be trusting uh, that to continue for a very long time. I would imagine they're going to be trying to sort this out swiftly. There was talk in the summer that Thierry Henry was talked to or spoken to as a possible replacement for Steve Bruce could those talks have been uh maybe what's the word could, could they could they have been pre uh what's the word I'm looking for here James could they could, could they have been planned yeah pre planned I don't know could they could they have been uh, a backup could they could the villa uh could the villa owners have sorted out a backup plan a plan b for when Steve Bruce would eventually leave i you know it's a possibility
0: you hope so I guess because what you want to happen is that Villa go full steam ahead um, with a vision, a single idea, and move on with that. Um, the trouble is, what if it's Alan Pardew? Here's the then issue. Then, you know, it's issue, yeah. issues.
1: Uh, James, I mean, I, 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 know, I know you wanted to talk about this. Name those managers which are available.
0: Which are available right now?
1: Yeah, name, them, name those managers that are available. I, 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 you know the ones I'm talking about. Moise,
0: Aladice, Pardieu—they're all available. All the usual candidates, except Pulis, but I don't really count him as one of the usual, usual blokes. But they're all available. Allardyce, Pardieu,
1: uh, moise all of them in the in recent years have been hopping around clubs. Coleman. They're all, all the usual suspects that are linked to these jobs are there. Exactly. Exactly. And you know they're gonna be they're, their agents will be right on the phone to Aston Villa to, to try and sort a, a deal out. You know, they've been hopping around clubs, but where have they been able to to really sit down and, and get something going? You know, one of the Paul problems, Lambert's free, of course. Yeah, but we won't be going back to him. I can't see that happening. I really can't see that happening. And I I, I think I I think anybody who's in the Villa board will We'll will we'll do their research and know that Villa fans, you know, he's not a popular name amongst all Aston Villa fans. And the likes of Allardyce and the likes of Moyes and the likes of Alan Pardy, the reason why those kinds of names just won't do the job is because the biggest thing really for Aston Villa fans this season has not just been results because... You know that we, we've had draws. We haven't we haven't actually lost that many games. It hasn't been the results necessarily, but it's been the way that we're playing and this holding back of this arsenal of weaponry that we have that just is not being used to its full potential. And those managers are known for playing a defensive style and, and
0: not promoting that. So it's two years almost, I think, to the day or thereabouts. <laughs> there or thereabouts. And that Roberto Di Matteo was sacked Thanks for that. as Villa manager after falling apart at Preston. Steve Bruce got gone in very, extremely similar circumstances. It's two years with two seasons on. Got to the playoff final last year. How, how far have Villa come since they sacked Di Matteo?
1: No, I disagree. I think we've got a better squad. We've got uh, We've got a lot of great attacking players. I think any manager who comes in at this point is absolutely laughing last year you've you've got to remember that we did finish pretty high up yeah we we screwed it up in the playoffs and that did our financials awfully over the summer. but we would like to think that that situation is is resolved and under control with the with the with the with the owners that we have. There's no reason or there was no reason at the start of the season for us not to be performing and not to be near the top of the table. But unfortunately, there's been some terrible tactical errors on the part of Steve Bruce and some, some awful uh, errors of judgment when it comes to transfers in terms of letting all our centre-backs leave without replacing them, um, which have led to some of the frailties that, that, that we have shown this season. But as I say, any manager who comes in right now, the squad that we've got is hungry. We've got the likes of Jonathan Codger and Yannick Balassi who want to be looking towards African Cup of Nations success. You've got the likes of Jack Grealish and Tammy Abraham who want to be playing for England. And that's their aim. That is where they want to be playing. And, you know, two of the best young players in the country, really, when you look at it. So I don't think that what the position that we're in right now is an unattractive
0: um is an, unattract- is an unattractive thing for a potential new manager. Speaking of Tammy Abraham, um, this, almost the second that Steve Bruce was sacked, he put out a tweet which seems to hint at some frusta- frustration. Um, Jack Grealish also liked that tweet. Does that say revolt, frustration on the cards?
1: Quite possibly, when you look at some of the social media it's always a, it's always an, an interesting an interesting place to look. One of the greatest innovations when it comes to uh, when it comes to following football is the fact that you can follow players twenty four seven now It used to be that you 'd have to read about them in the newspapers or, or hear about them strictly when whenever the press would speak to them. but right now uh, every player has a soapbox. And when you looked at some of those tweets, as you say, Tammy Abrahams, very, very cryptic. And Anwar Ghazi actually posted up an Instagram post, I believe it was, or it might have even been a story uh, talking about, well, it was, it was suggesting um, when should you control your aggression and, and and, and when should you be patient? It was something along those lines that possibly referencing the fact that he hasn't been getting the game time, despite being one of the star performers for Aston Villa. uh, I think, it's quite possible, when you look at it, that the that the players have have gone to the board, or the players have made their frustrations known. I don't know. None of us are going to know, but it is very, very possible, um, and you can imagine uh, why they have uh, made those frustrations known. So
0: Villa, they go forward now with Kevin McDonald as the as the caretaker manager until a hire is made. Assuming that the hire isn't made in the next twelve hours or so. Um, is this a positive? Is this a positive thing in your eyes, or would you rather have someone immediately step in, or is it too fresh? Or you, you know, you want someone to take care of that that Millwall game first before some new new guys come in, or would you rather the new guys come in and take care of that Mill the, the upcoming Millwall game?
1: Well, it's Wednesday now, isn't it? No, in fact, it's yeah, it's Wednesday now. Tomorrow, to, heading into Thursday, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Look, we've got. There's nothing really um, any new guys can do before saturday if i'm quite honest what you're gonna need to have is is kevin mcdonald and his team coaching the first team really that's 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 the only way um going into it now it's interesting um when 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 you talk about something like this because you would like to think that the board have been considering Steve Bruce's position over the last few weeks, rather than making a decision based on the Preston game. If that is the case, you would imagine that they have been talking to people or they have been uh, reaching out um, in some sense because uh, they wouldn't make a sacking, I don't think midweek out of nowhere. Uh, So I would like to see something, something sorted out swiftly. um, As I say, there's enough names available for that. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be going through the route of trying to pay another club compensation to hire a new manager. Um, so that obviously eliminates the name, the likes of of Dean Smith. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Um, so I would like to see us appoint somebody quickly. Do you think they'll? Do I think
0: that? so. I think it's clear that they have to get someone in charge pretty soon, sharpest if not now then at least Saturday night or Sunday you'd want something to move forward. I will almost have Remy Gard come in quite quickly or like that when our shoulder sacks. Mm. Um before we move on to kind of finalise the issue um we'll move, we'll go on to you know summing up Steve Bruce at Villa shortly. I really mm-hmm. want to know flip a coin make the decision as quick as you can who yep. if you had the the limitations that Villa do, if you had the same obstacles at device. Who would you hire right now to replace Steve Bruce? I'd go Henri. You'd go Henri, uh, Why? how come?
1: I'd go Henry. I'd go Henri because of course he this is Thierry is Henry available. that we're
0: speaking about. Yeah. This
1: is Thierry Henry, of course, right. I'd go I'd go with Thierry Henry because he's available. Um I also I'd also think that if it was to be Thierry Henry there's there's relatively low pressure on him. He hasn't had a high-profile job, but he has been assistant manager of Belgium, so he's not com- he's not completely new to the coaching game. Um, he won't necessarily have the baggage that some of the more experienced managers who are available may have had. And the other thing is that he understands English football. Uh, he has been, obviously, a pundit or an analyst for for the Premier League over the last few years. And... I would also imagine that he understands what is needed for a player to perform at the highest level. You know, the likes of Adnan Yanazai, for example, who have been playing for Belgium, have been putting in big performances, uh, despite the fact that perhaps people over here haven't heard from them in such a long time. I would imagine that he would do a good job at Villa. And I think the major thing for me really is that he was tutored under Pep Guardiola and that we may play a very attractive style of
0: football with him. It'd be it'd certainly be something if Villa could make you know a high profile hire because it, I think it would restore a lot of confidence and you know some of the bad faith would leave leave the club. I mean, if so, you could hire someone who's arguably better or more respected than Steve Bruce, which is quite hard to find in football. To be to be blunt, you won't find many people who are more respected than Steve Bruce. That Villa could you know immediately hire, um, but they'd have to make an impact. And Thierry Henry would be one of those names. I'm thinking another person. Probably not as glitzy as Thierry Henry, but someone who's been up there is Brendan Rodgers of uh, Celtic. And Mm. things haven't been going that well for him brilliantly of late with him, his relationship with the Celtic board and the Celtic fans. But I think that is really someone who would implement something. You know, Dean Smith, the worry with Dean Smith is his assistant manager. So he kind of, Brentford ain't fussed if he leaves because they can still exist without him. So is it, right, like Swansea yes. after, after Brendan Rodgers. Well, yeah, up until the point when the, the, the project kind of collapsed, funnily enough, after their takeover. But um, Brendan Rodgers, I think he, he could do a really good job. And the problem is, would, would Villa respect him as much as they respect Steve Bruce? Because you had people like James Chester saying, if Steve Bruce weren't here, I'd have left. And does that mean that if Thierry Henry was manager now, he'd have left? What does that mean? I think players
1: are going to respect Thierry Henry. You'd hope so. Yeah, I think they would. Because I mean, if you, uh, you take
0: a you you travel back in time and say you know Villa needs a higher manager, I've just dismissed Brian Little. You need a big guy to come in. You, you say you hire Steve Bruce. That's an attractive, you know, great player. Hire someone who's just come up fresh, young. Mm-hmm. It's the same type of things. You, would you expect Villa player players of the time to respect yeah, but... Steve Bruce? <laughs>
1: If they respect Steve, if they respected Steve Bruce so much, why were they not pulling out the performances?
0: Yeah, and making the decisions they've made, but they they clearly do because of the things they've said and done. And uh, I think uh, if people have stayed at Villa with the commitment that Steve Bruce also stays, they they have every right to feel frustrated. But I think it's such a silly thing that the club is so much bigger than a single major. And you know, if if James Chester and Jack Grealish want a tree like a, if it's smaller, I mean that's the way I've taken their words. It's probably the wrong way to take their their words, but I I can't believe I find that really hard to digest.
1: Look, I think Brendan Rodgers would be a good would be a good choice. Again, he's a manager who plays attractive football, but has he maybe had it way too easy at Celtic? That's my, that's always my worry with with managers coming over from other divisions. I mean, look, Marco Silva absolutely dominated Greece and and did well. Didn't he? Um, coming over here. Well, he's done okay. Obviously, coming over here. Uh, but I, like, yeah, I just don't know with Brendan Rogers. I I genuinely don't. He's had it very very easy at Celtic. I I think even at Liverpool, uh, he didn't do the job perhaps um, that was expected at him, of him. Sorry, but while he was at Swansea, he did a good. He did do a good job. You know, he he took a team who were obviously at a championship level at a time, and had them playing attractive football. I mean, Leon Britton was almost like uh, the Welsh Xavi at some point. His passing was absolutely second to none. Um, his, I mean, his pass accuracy at some point, at one point anyway, and they do play a good style of play. I'd imagine maybe with the, with the players that we have at Villa, we could play a good possession based game, uh, to be, to be real. Uh, you might
0: even get the best out of Neil Taylor. I think whatever happens, whoever you hire, it might not be instant success anymore. Uh, there's a lot of work to do at Villa. And if that means a coaching philosophy and a plan needs to take place, I don't think they have the benefit of a preseason anymore. No, but what work? What work though, man? Look at the look at the squad that they have.
1: Any any other team could, could hire a manager, uh, hire a manager out, get them in and and and, and get them playing at least some system.
0: Fair, yeah, yeah. Don't necessarily disagree with that. But um, no, it might it might take no, but it what? might take a while for that system to be to be implemented. Also,
1: why do you think it would take a while? Why, 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 why do you think that, that this manager, with Tammy Abraham, Jonathan Codger, Jack Grealish, Yannick Balassi, and uh, Anwar Ghazi at his disposable? Why at his disposal? Sorry, why do you think it would take him so long? Simply because
0: the name of the football club is uh, Aston Villa. Sim, <laughs> so that is it. Um, I do not believe that good or great things happen to this football club.
1: Yeah, but every single appointment. The board have made, you know, for the last few years, has turned out to be an awful decision. Yes. Okay, I don't. I don't
0: necessarily think Steve Bruce is an awful decision. By the way, I think he did it. I think. I think you're right because he, at the time, he was the perfect, the perfect hire. I, I don't. I really don't disagree with his hire at all.
1: And and if you and if you have Steve Bruce finish off, finish off with us, at the playoff final, and then move on. Uh, finish his contract, move on to a new manager at the start of this season, would all be looking at Steve Bruce in a totally different light. You'd have gone, but you'd have looked back at that and thought, Steve Bruce, he came in, stabilized us, had us up there at promotion level, and now another manager has to deal with this new board. And you would have thought, fine. But other than that, all the managerial appointments that the club have
0: made have been. Dire since Gerard Houllier. I, th- I think Paul Lambert was all right at the start. I think that was meant to be the right thing, and it was the right idea, just didn't work disagree, out. Disagree, mate. Really?
1: Absolutely, absolutely disagree. At the time, I, w- I thought what we've just done is we've we've gotten rid of was it Alex McLeish? Yeah. Um, and we needed we needed a manager to come in who was going to get rid of the negativity and turn you know basically somebody with with Premier League. Uh, Steel, who was going to, you know, have us play at a at a decent level. That's what we needed, right? We needed somebody who was going to sort out the blip that we had, and with the players that we have and the money that we still had in the club, um, you know, still have us challenging or at least playing good football in the Premier League. What we did was we brought up a manager, and this this has been an issue, you know, for so many years at Premier League clubs, um, where you you hire a manager purely because he's kept a team up. For one season, um, it doesn't necessarily work. It doesn't necessarily mean that that manager is anything special. It could, it can be to do with that club. It could be an isolated, it'd be an isolated instance. Uh, and I and I did think at the time that hiring him was was very very risky. It turned out to be the wrong decision in my mind.
0: Oh, well, with all of that in mind, Steve Bruce is you know the latest person to be dismissed. Firstly, I want you to kind of sum up. Um, some up his time at Villa, whether it was positive or negative, and just, I think, leave a final grading on it. Honestly, I think his time really has been
1: positive. Genuinely. I don't think that, I think out of every single manager we've had over the last few years, his time period has been the least problematic. Why? Because he got us the closest towards promotion. We were missing that one step. Honestly, we were one step off last season. We were, we were one Top performance, office getting promoted last
0: season. Can't, Genuinely, can't forget some of the things he said though after matches. Some of the weird lashing out at times. Yeah, I hear that. I absolutely do.
1: But I, I, I think that in general, that's a ve- the Villa job is a very stressful job. It is a very stressful job. Yeah, I, um, I can't blame him for the finances.
0: I mean, no, can you? Uh, because you know, like if, like a kid in the candy store, just given whatever he wanted. Uh, you know, damn the club. And just signed off on it. Yeah, I mean, a he didn't... right decision, a wrong decision. They let him sign off on deals that the club couldn't afford. He didn't sign Michael Richards. He didn't sign not Ross not Newell, But when you're in that position, you have to uh, understand that you can't sign any more players. You can't, you can't bring in John Terry on 70k a week, or you know, bring in Al Mahamedi and Glenn Whelan on decent, you know, decent wacker mm. wages. If if you've got Michael Richards there, that's not your problem. You know what I mean? You've made that. That's something you've inherited. But then you can't make the decisions you do.
1: Honestly, if you judged him up until the up until the end of last season you'd have gone oh, Steve Positive. Bruce. Yeah. 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 You'd have gone, all right, you 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 were one game off. Probably should have done better. You know, it wasn't quite there, but you had a good go. What manager can you look at over the last few years and say you gave it a good go?
0: Yeah, I think what we have to say as well, is definitely the right time for him to go. Definitely oh, there is no yeah. question that right now is the perfect time. Any later and it would have got pretty, gotten pretty nasty because in the big picture of things, fans only chanting for his head at a home game, loudly, in one match, and that was the last one. So quickly cut that apart.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it's better to cut it at the jugular before, before the negativity spreads around
0: the club. And it's no, the first time I think Villa have made a decision like that. I don't know Sherwood was cut quite quickly as well. Uh, Lambert dragged on a bit, you know, the toxicity. That was a long time of just Sherwood? toxic stuff. Sherwood yeah. was gone.
1: Wasn't that 10 straight games without a win? Was it something like that? But we, I'm pretty sure we went on our longest ever streak without, without winning a game.
0: Well, it was October time that he went. And, you know, it was the first period of real negativity that we'd had under him. Yeah, I felt bad for and Sherwood. And the, first, the first time people, people didn't really turn on him. I think it was just frustration. And he was gone. The second things looked bad, he was gone. That's because it wasn't his fault, though, was it? You know, it was, it
1: was, um, there was a total, a complete mess. yeah, it was a complete mess. It was a total lack of investment. Randy Lerner lost all trust with the club after Martin O'Neill had signed tons of players on, on overly inflated wages. Paul Lambert had signed um, a load of players from like League One of the Championship to, to try and, to try and keep us up. Uh, we had players like Jordan Ayew who weren't pulling, you know, who weren't pulling their weight at times. Um, you know, it was just, it was just really, really poor. Um, and he had to deal with with a lot. In all fairness, him and Remy Gard, I do feel bad for because uh, that job at Villa, nobody could have kept us up.
0: Well, I think all in all, Steve Bruce's time very <laughs> largely positive, a lot of negativity, but I think in years to come, we'll look quite fondly on that that last year. And hope that it has been the springboard for Villa to go on and do better things without him, I guess.
1: Yeah. Now, who do you point? That's the uh, that's the question. Um, the, I mean, who are the who are the front numbers? Who are the front runners? James.
0: We. I don't know. I don't know, mate. I
1: really wish there was some odds out by this point, by this time, but there there isn't at the moment. Not. Re- I
0: don't. I can't. There are, uh, John, like John Terry. Um, I'm read really, there are odds out there. I just don't think they're realistic. I don't, I don't want Terry. Why? The reason
1: why I wouldn't want John
0: Terry. I'm not. I don't. Not that I disagree. That sounded like a disagree. I just want to know. No,
1: no. I, that, like I, I, it might. I, I just want to clarify because there might be people listening to think. Right? Why would you want Henri but not Terry? Terry hasn't done any coaching yet. I, to my knowledge, he hasn't coached at a at a big setup just yet. Um, and I wouldn't no. want us to be the guinea pig. In the same way that if I was a Derby fan, I wouldn't want Frank Lampard, uh, you know, to be our guinea pig. You um, know, in a, in a way. Um, I, I, I just, I just don't know if John Terry just yet you know will want to be a manager i think he's still got playing um in his mind um and we also were we were also under his leadership for quite a quite a long time last season tactically i'm not quite sure what his philosophy would be in in, in, in all seriousness um so yeah uh, i'd rather if we're going to take a risk on somebody it's somebody like an
0: honoree yeah i think uh best foot forward go with you know it's a step into the unknown whatever happens if you even if you hired dean smith or Rogers, it's still a step into the unknown. So, I guess we'll see. I think we have to trust Villa and hope that they make the right decision. What about DeBoer? DeBoer's a possibility. Oh, yeah, we had a question about that. Dean Caffrey um, said, what about DeBoer? I don't know. The the truth is, I don't know about anyone. Like I, don't, I think that maybe this Sunday, we can probably have a bit more of a discussion about it in depth. Um, I'm just really, like, every option seems good, but every option also seems bad. Terribly bad. What's Gattuso doing, James? You're, you're, you're into your AC Milan. He's, he's doing all right. AC Milan, not not too terribly. Not too good. You know, he's not succeeding that much. Um, but there's no, there's no real family. Oh, there. Sometimes, sometimes be so, uh, good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the great man sums it up myself, but Gattuso. Um, probably the right fit. You know, when we hired Di Matteo, he was at Pisa. I think maybe then yeah, 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 yeah. would have been, yeah. that's the time. We've come too far and we, we've gambled a lot. And we need to go in a, a direction that we know is going to really work for us and send us.
1: Could Villa? Could Villa perhaps look to a former player to take the reins? I know there's been. I mean, every single time and names pop up. Are you
0: going to say Olaf Mal, Olaf Malberg? No, no, no.
1: I mean, look, every every single time something like this happens, and we have this happening a lot to us. Manager getting sacked. Yeah, you hear you hear about Gordon Cowans. You hear about Martin Lawson. Uh, you
0: hear uh, Dwight York oh, stick yeah. his head in the mix no I do feel sorry I think um, because you know people like Tim Sherwood given the job based on what Dwight York has not had that chance There's that same chance Tim Sherwood has he ever saw Campbell No conversation you know a lengthier conversation for I'm sure another podcast but the chances seem to go to blokes like Pardier and Sherwood more often than blokes like Campbell and Dwight York I don't know
1: Oh uh, yeah, well, I wonder what they have in common. Yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, obviously there are there's plenty to dislike about Dwight York, but there's plenty to like about him. I'm sure that's the same with all his uh, counterparts. Uh, it's just a, it seems that the jobs go to a certain type of counterpart that fit into, you know, the the network. I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think I think the FA are trying to. Trying to sort some of those issues out, but look, uh, the reason why the reason why I say somebody like Dwight York is, I do believe he has been assistant manager before at uh, at Sunderland. Um, I I might be totally wrong there, but I do believe he was um, he w- he was around um, as 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 a, as an assistant to Ricky Spragia um, uh, at some point as as uh, at Sunderland. And he's also been an assistant at at uh, Trinidad and Tobago. You don't you never know. You know, it could be somebody like that who steps into the mix that that does something, um, but you know, it's all down to how much coaching they've done. I personally would not mind us this, this time just going. You know what? Give let's give somebody uh, a shot. Let's just let's just give it a go. That's why I don't mind somebody like Thierry Henry coming in. I mean, at this point, you know, there's there's a new generation of managers coming through, right? And if there is time to take a risk, it's now because none of the old guard right now are succeeding. I can't think of any right now who are succeeding as managers right now. You look at the likes of the, of the most successful managers or the managers who were around 10 years ago that, that would get you know, good jobs and, and do well. Alan Pardew, Harry Redknapp, the likes of Sam Allardyce. In the last few years or so, none of these managers have been successful. And it just shows that there's a landscape. they changing landscape in football right now. And it has to be somebody new that steps in with new ideas.
0: Well, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens on the weekend then. We've got Millwall up next. I think quickly, I qu- I think quickly um, what I want to hear from you is your Millwall prediction. Because we don't know what's going to happen. Kevin McDonald in charge of the team. I'll give you mine first. I think I always ask you first. I'm going to go for a 1-1. And I think it'll be one of them droll, nasty results. Oh,
1: Millwall are going to come out, man. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna really, really try to try to get on Villa. I don't know what's going to happen because I don't know which team is going to get picked, but I'd like to think there's going to be a positive reaction from the team because the pressure's on them now. This is no longer uh, a case of blaming Steve Bruce for poor performances. That's just not going to happen, and there's nobody who really can cover their back.
0: So there's no scapegoat anymore, I, I guess
1: there isn't they all have to pull up their socks because if if they don't succeed then it's like hey listen nobody's holding you back now
0: i no, totally agree and uh yeah it's time to move forward mate uh all in all i think final final word from you i guess is that is this the right direction now Is this the the best thing to have happened
1: first of all, I'll just say that my prediction is Um, 2-0 sorry uh, it's fine, it's fine Um, second of all is this the right decision? look, we don't like, nobody likes seeing somebody getting sacked, it's just never a nice thing to talk about and I always feel uneasy when, when it comes to when it comes to talking about this but if you were the director at Aston Villa, you're looking at you're looking at the performances and you're looking at all the money that and, and the deals that we've made in the summer, knowing full well that we've had FFP um, on our backs, and you think, look, we're taking a big risk on you. We're uh, giving you a lot of responsibility, and right now you're not succeeding. That's That's what you're thinking as a director. So how long do you let it go on before saying, we've got to try another plan? I think at this point in the season, whilst we're not too far behind the leaders. You know, we're not unbelievably behind the top of the table, but we're also not there or thereabouts. And you've got to think, yeah,
0: got to try something new. So it probably is the right decision. Yeah, well, it's all over for Steve Bruce at Aston Villa. I'm pretty sure he'll take the break off that. He probably needs and maybe deserves and uh, comes back stronger and uh, with a project in mind that he's uh, willing to take on. I think there's been rumours of uh, taking over at David Beckham's Miami project in uh, MLS. Don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I think uh, we cut the toys and we move on as Austin Villa. And we'll see what happens on Sunday against Millwall. And uh, with a new manager, I guess, don't
1: I, I now have a dream of seeing Steve Bruce walking out to a new club at into Miami. Um, having Followed a performance by pitbull um and now I can maybe finally achieve that dream that I've never had <laughs> of seeing both Pitbull and Steve Bruce in the stave in the same arena, but as for Aston Villa James, yeah, it's a new direction, and hopefully by this weekend we'll be able to do another podcast talking about a new manager who's taking villa in a in a in a in a better direction. That's
0: what I hope for. And if not, I think we'll have ideas to bring to the table about who want in charge. It's just too soon. I think it's too. It's come very quickly, so to, uh, to, to you know, make a mind up. I think Brenda, the main, the big names are there. I want to do a bit more research and dig deeper on those names and uh, bring something to the table Sunday if a decision hasn't been made. But we'll be there on Sunday, as usual. And uh, I guess we'll see you guys soon. Any final thoughts, Danny?
1: No, I think we've all. I think we've covered all ground here. Um, I just, I just hope now that I just hope now that we're gonna really see that the team play like it should do. You know, I'm, I'm just hoping that we'd see Yannick Bolasie and Anwar Ghazi on the pitch, and I, I also just want to make one quick point as well, and just say that I don't blame Steve Bruce wholly over here. You know, there, there are, there are eleven players on the pitch who have to be who have to justify their performances, and uh the, the 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 way that we've been rescuing ourselves in the last minute really isn't isn't you know isn't isn't looking good to me because what it looks to me like right now is that players are falling asleep and not really pulling out the performances they should do yeah the team selection has been a bit weird but even still it's not been good enough uh so i hope now under a new manager they pull their socks up too we can only
0: hope but um unfortunately i think uh Saturday's game against Millwall isn't going to show us too much. So, uh, yeah, wait and see. And uh, we'll be here same time. You can follow Danny at DHRZ. You can follow me at JammerRush. And you can follow us all together at 7500 to halt. And we'll see you Sunday. Hopefully, even a better picture of who Villas' new manager will be. And a new direction going forward. So we'll see you soon, guys. Goodbye.